Assalamu alaikum guys, welcome back to the Journey to My Dream podcast. If you're new, welcome, welcome, welcome. If you're a returning listener, welcome, welcome, welcome. So, I know, it's been a long time. You guys, it's been a decade since I've last picked up the mic. And I'm sorry if you hear a beeping sound, that's just my um, watch being done as usual. But I'm sorry that I took months away i'm sorry that i just wasn't caring and i'm sorry that i went off a routine even though in the first place i wasn't really on a routine i was just doing it for fun like as i said multiple times in my previous podcast like this is just for fun you know just this random thoughts of me sometimes picking up the microphone and trying to empty my head of all the dumb things that i have in there you know some dumb thoughts but how are you guys doing? It's been a very big minute. It's been a fat minute, y'all. Like, I don't know what to say about the little gap that we have going on. But as the title says in the podcast, this is a new era. We are entering a new era, you guys. In a span of a few months, your girl has grown 20. 20 is humbling. But we're not going to talk about how humbling 20 is. We're just going to move on and accept that 20 is a humbling, humbling age. And hope the best, inshallah, for 21 to be a much less humbling age because, honestly, I'm going through it. But what 20-year-old isn't currently going through it? All my friends that are currently in their 20s or have already passed their 20s will tell you about how humbling 20 is. But besides that fact, honestly, you guys, I've missed you so much. I really needed the break to recuperate my thoughts to know where my where head at was my head was at and to really grow as a person you know i've had so much growth this is my third year in university my first semester i'm trying to adjust to third year life trying to understand the coursework coursework and trying to just be who i am you know social balance social life extracurricular activities school life homework homework that i do at the last moment you know i saw a meme a few days ago if it's not the due date it's not the due date whoever sent that to me shout out to you because you have given me a new purpose of life i will live by that motto right now (laughs) from now on if it's not the due date it's not the due date because no I cannot be bothered or stressed about homework right now, honestly. But please do your homework. Don't follow my motto. I'm just not a serious person in life. Let's just hope 21 is uh, much better for me. But alhamdulillah, I'm thriving, surviving, I'm living, and uh, I'm older and wiser, I hope. And I'm much better at calming my emotions and calming down. So this new era of the podcast basically is just me picking up the mic a few times in a week, sitting down, chatting, catching up with you guys, telling y'all stuff that you don't want to hear, but I'm still going to share because that's the person I am, and just basically ranting, and whoever is free to listen to me, go ahead and listen, because, you know, I, I, I live for the listeners, I love you guys, and I love that you listen to me. And I love the fact that y'all are making me feel so special by listening to me. So keep listening. (laughs) Anyway, um, first of all, I'm just going to do a rundown of everything that's happened. I'm just going to give you a summary because we don't have the time to sit down and talk about 
what has happened the past few months. If we really do have that time, I should really just write a biography because it is a long, 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 long list of stuff that has happened. But I'm just going to give you the long rundown, how it's affected me, how I'm coping with everything that's happened and how I'm living my life right now. So basically, I s- the last podcast that I recorded was on my 20s. I really did want to record more, but at that time, I had just went home. I'm back in school now in Turkey, obviously, and I just needed a little break because the transition from leaving home to Turkey to adjusting to getting used to a new semester, I just needed that break to get used to the whole thing. So I was just taking a few uh, weeks off, haha, the few weeks turned into the few months, but I just don't know what happened. At the point, I was starting to feel guilty not picking up the mic, and then at the end, I just even forgot, I just randomly just know, I was like, okay, stop procrastinating, get up, and go pick up your microphone that's sitting there collecting dust and uh, record a podcast, because people do miss it. Then people do ask me, why did you stop recording a podcast, blah, 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 blah. And I feel like I would have gone a long way if I had stayed consistent. But as I said before, this is just a hobby, so it's not really something that's too deep. And I really just got bored with my life. I don't think you want to be hearing a repetition of everything that's happening in my life. Because when I went home, there was nothing new. It was just me sleeping, waking up, praying, going out for walks and jogs with my mom doing some workouts at home, eating, watching television, and the repetition is over and over again. To you, that might sound like the most boring thing ever, but to me, that was a vacation because I had been in school for just like I would have a few weeks break, then back on the grind, a few weeks break, back on the grind. I don't even think it's up to a few weeks, but I was always on the grind, so I needed that break, and I really did not want to be doing anything too physically straining apart from like working out that was the only outlet I had so fast forward to me coming back to school coming back to Turkey Istanbul and uh yeah everything was fine you know the first week of school went well I made a lot of friends I started staying in school more you know for the first month for the first two months I was thriving with my friends with my family and all that but then all of a sudden my social battery started draining and it drained a lot faster than when it was the other years other semesters because I had been socializing a lot more than I would normally socialize so uh, my mom basically she got sick and really really sick the worst sickness that I've ever seen in my life for her and alhamdulillah she's doing really well now she's amazing with prayers and the mercy of Allah like we were she was able to come out of that sickness alhamdulillah and it was tough on me basically that was like I was keeping my feelings the monsters in me at bay and all of a sudden when she got sick I started getting emotional and all of a sudden the monster just pushed through the door that I was trying to hold on and I didn't even notice I started pushing all way my friends all of like shoot English I started pushing all the people I cared about away and basically I ignored some people I made some people feel shitty and I did some really terrible 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 things and it impacted on my emotions and it made me do some really dumb stuff you know like I just wasn't acting like myself I neglected my life I neglected everything I stopped working out and it, it made me feel terrible 
my gut health was terrible and I just I wasn't the person that I normally was I normally am a very preppy cheery person like outside but inside sometimes I just feel terrible but outside I still fake it you know but I just didn't have the energy to fake it so I just portrayed whatever I felt however I felt that day I just put it out I didn't even care just put it out on my face and that's how I was before and I never want to go back to that ever again so basically one of my very closest friends I love her so so much I can't say her name but she knows who she is if she's listening to the podcast which I hope you are I really do hope you are um she called me on my stuff and basically told me that I needed to wake up because I was not behaving the way I would I'm supposed to be behaving it was a whole thing we had our own moment because we never really fight and we had a very big argument and we didn't talk for close to almost a month and it was really hard for the both of us because we're normally so close and the behavior we had towards each other was so abnormal we both didn't know how to cope with it and it was terrible but alhamdulillah with the grace of god we were able to look at each other and laugh back and laugh about the past and about what happened and be like oh remember how you were acting this and this and remember when you did this and that like truthfully i honestly never want to feel that way ever again but at the same time i'm truly grateful for experiencing that because if I hadn't, I wouldn't have known that I do allow my emotions to control me. And it's a very scary thing at the same time. It's very, very fascinating to see how I thought I could handle my emotions, but obviously I can't. I am a very emotional person, and sometimes I let those emotions get the best of me, and I do some very dumb stuff. And I, I allow myself to just allow the emotions to control me instead of the other way around i had a very deep conversation with my mom i cried and we talked about it usually with my mom if i tell her i'm sad she's always saying it's cool it's cool mother i promise you if anything in this world is gonna make you sad it's not gonna be school (laughs) it's not gonna be school i promise you no if something's gonna frustrate me and make me want to commit suicide then it will be school but sadness no absolutely not um so we had a conversation and she told me you know like it's ironic how you're always preaching about prayer how you're always preaching about leaving everything in the hands of allah and you're always preaching about turning back to him and praying tajid and doing that but ironically you you didn't do it this time around i didn't hear your when you were having this whole conversation you didn't even say allah and or you didn't even mention his name you just were going on and on about your emotions that got me thinking and i was like you're right in this whole situation i didn't even turn back to allah i just allowed myself to be controlled and be willed by the whispers of the shaitan you know like i didn't pray to hajjud i didn't give my problems to allah i just allowed myself to be whisked away and sitting down in, pit- in self-pity and it was terrible it is a terrible terrible thing to do like forgetting that you're a Muslim and forgetting that you have an outlet we literally have an outlet but sometimes we tend to forget because we allow shaitan to tell us some dumb stuff and we just sit down and feel so sorry for ourselves when you can stand up and pray your dua and you can stand up and make yourself feel better by praying and getting closer to Allah the weakest of us all are those who are not close to Allah sincerely look at yourself right now just 
stop what you're doing, stop listening to me, pause the podcast, and sincerely look at yourself and think about it. Am I close to Allah? And if you ask yourself sincerely that question, look at your life and see how your life is. If you're close to him, you will sincerely feel the most contentment ever. But if you're not, you're obviously going to be depressed because you're not close to your maker. That tends to be the issue and the problem in our lives. We forget that the reason why we have so much issues in life is, I mean, obviously there are everyday problems. I'm not going to deny the fact that there are issues or forget or be a blind man here. No, no, no. There are problems, but you need to acknowledge the fact that your biggest issue is if you are not connected to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Like, if you're not connected to Him, if you're not giving Him your problems, if you're not doing the needful, then obviously you're going to be depressed. So try your best to strive and increase your iman and make yourself feel better by increasing your connection to Allah. Because, yani, thinking about it is Allah has given us so many ways to connect to Him and so many outlets, so many ways to relieve our stress emotionally. Sit down and recite your Quran do a dhikr of Allah. Sit down and pray tahajjud. Just randomly, randomly, like if you're feeling sad, randomly get up, perform a, a ablution, and just do two rak'ahs of salah. And honestly, you will feel the, the stress leaving your body once you do that. Honestly, you will find peace. That is exactly what I did. And then the worst part is, even before then, I was fighting internally if I should do it or I, I was feeling sleepy. You know, sometimes sleep does control me, though. That's the shaitan. Astaghfirullah. But I got up and I prayed. And that day, from that day onwards, happiness throughout. The only stress that I currently have in my life is school. Not school specifically, mathematics. Uh, you will be hearing, I think I'm going to have a separate podcast for math, because absolutely not. Tell me why math is humbling the heck out of me. Like, the heck out of my life is being humbled by math. I'm just having a mind game, but we're getting off topic. Literally, just get up, perform your ablution, tahajjud. You don't need to do 13 raka'ahs. Uh, like, no, nobody asks you to do that. You can do two, you can do four, you can do eight, as much as you can. Two is enough. If that's all you can do, good and fine. Just do those two. But you will find the most comfort. When you sit down, oh, excuse me. When you sit down and give your problems all to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Almighty is here for us for a reason. We are creations. We are believers. We are Allah's slaves. We are here to serve Him. Our main purpose is to serve Him. And you don't have an idea the amount of power that we have as believers truly you have no idea never allow the whispers of the shaitan take over your mind to the point where you doubt yourself so much and you doubt allah's allah's plan for you his future you know there's a saying that allah controls where your destination is but you are the driver you drive yourself you eventually he has already given you the destination the map but you have to decide whether you're going to take the road or you're going to go and do your little shortcuts or your long routes or whatever you're going to do or you're just going to stop. That's what you have to decide that. He has already given us the destination. It's just you. You have to decide whether or not you're going to do this the right way or the wrong way. That is it. Period. There is no but ifs or that. It's just on period. You have to decide whether or not you want this bad enough. Give your problems to Allah. 
give it all to him and truly you will feel like there's no you have no stress in this life i i don't know if i'm saying this because if i do i just don't feel stress i just feel happiness always perform the sunnahs of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam like you find yourself like sometimes honestly it's really hard my friend told me this um dr haifa said this in uh, one of her lectures when you feel like you want to open your mouth and go gacha cha 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 and talk the most that's when you should be keeping your mouth shut when you feel like you want to go off or you want to tell the whole world your life story just shut keep quiet no one <laughs> i'm playing but just don't go and be making too much noise but when you feel like keeping your mouth shut and you have nothing to say that's when you should open your mouth and talk let the two have balance just like in life nothing stays bad for long and nothing also stays good for too long it always has to come back and meet in the middle just look at your life as an example i promise you even if you're living rainbows and sunshine the land jumping on fences there are going to be bad days even if you're jumping on uh, the bad days are too much there will be good days you cannot tell me your life is that bad that there hasn't been one day in your entire life that you have genuinely smiled and someone has made you laugh even if you choked it someone has opened their mouth and told you a joke and you had laughed that is also considered a good day you don't know the amount of impact someone's energy has on you until you actually feel the energy radiating off of you that's why it's important to have balance don't go make your friends with sad people i'm sorry to all the people who are depressed i'm sorry but don't go make your friends with people who are depressed as well if you're if you know you're depressed don't go making people friends with people who are on the verge of killing themselves because you will be on the verge of killing yourselves who you surround yourself with eventually will dictate how your your future looks because honestly friends have a very very big impact on how we think and how we thrive it's just the truth It doesn't matter if your mind is a mind of a cage and you padlocked it. Eventually, whatever energy you surround yourself with will seep into you and you will soak it up like a sponge. And if you're surrounding yourself with suicidal people, with people thinking negative, people who aren't believers, who only talk smack, people who are doing the wrong thing, who are doing bad things, bad taking bad actions, you will start to emulate those things and you will start to get curious and your mind starts to wonder that's when the shaitan decides that oh he's he or she is wondering so he don't he's gonna enter your your brain and manipulate your feelings and make you think that this is exactly what the plan was in the beginning no 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 dear it was not so pick your companions very very wisely and be very careful be very gentle with it because the people you choose to surround yourself with is um, going to set you up for the rest of your life. You know there are seasonal friendships there are people who come to your life for a specific reason, people who come to you when Allah sends people to your life. Seriously, he does send people to your life in order to show you a purpose. That's the truth. Sometimes there's some people if you've noticed honestly, there are seasonal friendships like You notice people will only come to your life a specific amount of time, but once their job is done, they pack up and leave. Like it's not because Allah told them, but it's because they were supposed to be there for that time in your life, and you ultimately learn a lesson. I believe no one is in your life for just no reason. Honestly, Allah has planned every action you take in this life. He's already seen it. He's already preordained it. You should just accept it. 
and move on because it's already been written for you. Anyway, um, after that whole situation happened, then I, I just, you know, midterm school, basically, it's just school that just didn't keep my mind up, specifically math. Honestly, I have no issues with school. It's just the math. Math, man. I'm a business major, so we're more practical than anything, so the math is killing me. Bro, the calculus, it's just too much. <laughs> but you know what? I just, I'm just going to leave everything to Allah. I'm just going to do what I can and move on because we were not, for those who are out there killing themselves that they were not math genius, bro, babes, bro, I promise you're not the only one. God gave gifts to some people. He, he gave us all gifts in different places. When the line was queuing for math intelligence, I clearly was not there. But it's fine, you know. Like, uh, there's a reason why I'm a business major. You know, everything, as I said, was preordained. So I know Allah wouldn't give me more than I can handle. And that is exactly what I want to talk about next. People believing that Allah is giving them so much that they can't handle. Bro, babes, I promise you, whatever you're going through, you can get through it. Allah would not burden us with things that he knows we can't handle. If you think it's hard, then I promise you people out there have it way harder. And this exact time we are living in, this exact situation of what has been happening recently should prove to us that sincerely Allah has not burdened us with anything. He has even given us the softest of like our everyday problems people think about what to wear people think about if they're fat or if they're looking skinny or if that guy is checking them out you know he ain't checking you out so stop <laughs> you know he is not looking at you so move on but anyway i don't know you sincerely need to think about your life and think about the fact that allah has not burdened you with anything he knows what you're capable of. He knows every single one of his believers. Everyone. He knows me. He knows you. He knows every believer. He knows that he knows what I can bear and he knows what you can bear. And with age, he only increases our tests. Just think of it this way. He only tests those he loves the most. So if your tests are not as harsh as you think, that should be a clue. I'm not saying that Allah doesn't love you, but he tests if you you feel like your tests are so harsh if you're going through so much tests in your life you should know that allah doesn't test those he doesn't love he loves you the most that's why he tests you the most and the most the examples that we should see in this world is our prophets all of them has all of them have had their own tests and he's tested them in such brutal ways he's he's given them tests specifically for their own lives and their own characters because he would never burden them with things that he knows they cannot handle. Prophet Nuh, Prophet uh, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Prophet Adam, Prophet um, Ismail, all of them were giving tests specifically for their own lives, were giving specific tests designed for their own personalities and who they are as human beings. Allah wouldn't burden us with what we can handle. Remember that and remember to always trust Him. In the good, there was always going to be bad. I promise you. In the light, there will always be darkness. That's how it was meant to be. That's the balance. And in the light, in the dark, there will always going to be light. I promise you, always look for the light in the darkness. Because it's just there. Even if you can't see it, it is there. Even though it's going to take you years and years and years to find it, it is there. And Allah knows 
why he's held it for so long because he knows that he wants you to go through all that because you know thinking about it Allah is the giver he can literally decide that he can give you whatever he wants to give you Allah doesn't need a time to give you anything he will just give it to you at any specific moment if you wanted to and decided as soon as you open your mouth and say oh I want this he will give it to you but that is not how it works you have to work for the ultimate goal and what is that ultimate goal think about it jannah jannah this is the ultimate goal for all human all believers allah wants you to fight for jannah he wants you to earn jannah he wants he wants to give it to you so badly jannah wants you to come but he wants you to fight for it and he wants you to come to it proudly and knowing that you fought for it the way you were supposed to fight for it you fought for it. you gave it your all before you took your last breath the last words that came out of your mouth was the shahada the last action that you took was in worship of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the last thing in your mind the last thing that you did is a testament that you know that he is the ultimate and the prophet muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is his messenger so remember that no matter how bad your life is no matter how down it might seem no matter if the darkness is just too much and you can't see anything you're blind it's always going to be like this keep walking keep fighting keep striving keep going because yana we need to fight for ourselves and we need to fight for each other now more than ever it is a very sad time that we find ourselves living in but Unfortunately, we can't do anything about it. We just have to keep fighting and keep praying and keep believing that Allah Allah is the ultimate and he will give us in his own time. Never in your life question what he has in store for you. Always continue to try being a believer. And also, I want to emphasize this. Be there for your brothers and sisters. I don't know what is with people and just holding themselves like to like a zipper. Like your mouth isn't taped, it isn't sewn, it isn't zipped. Open your mouth and help your brothers and sisters. Help the ones who don't have knowledge. And it's it should be this way. Obviously, there are people who have way more knowledge about some stuff than you. Help, let them help you and you help other people that are less, don't have as much knowledge as you. That's how it's supposed to be, right? Am I lying? It's how teachers are doing it now, you know? They went to school. They got knowledge from people who knew way more than they do. And now that they have the knowledge, they're sharing to us that don't know anything. And we eventually will share to our children one day. That's how it's supposed to be. Help your brothers and sisters out. Do the needful. Those who don't know some, who don't know how to start reading the Quran, go and ask your sister or your brother. Ask for help. Sit down and help. Increase yourself in knowledge. Know who your Lord is. Because I'm telling you, you can't love what you don't know. That is the truth. No man like can you look at look at how it life is. Believers, people who are born Muslims tend to actually fall off faster than anyone in this world. And people who convert to Islam actually have stronger imans because they know the reason why they converted. But us we take it for granted that we were born Muslims. We take the fact that we are we were given the privilege to know islam from a very young age 
God, I want to... Well, the times when we go to Islamic school and we take advantage of the fact I hate sickness more than ever. Lord, Allah, <laughs> Ya Allah, forgive me. But the amount of times that I faked being sick just to get out of going to Islamic school, Astaghfirullah, Ya Allah, forgive me. But that's just all I have to say on that. I'm not gonna open my hamper for anyone to see. Yeah, you can't see. Just know, Astaghfirullah, if you're doing it now, change, change, repent. Repent, just repent. Go to Islamic school and learn, please, because you will regret it if you grow old like me and you're still struggling to learn some stuff. I mean, obviously, I'm young and I don't know everything, but sometimes it's a struggle and it's a hassle. It's really hard, honestly. The journey is difficult. But if you dedicate yourself and you know what you're worshiping, you know who your Lord is and you love Him sincerely from the bottom of your heart and you fill your entire being with his love, I promise you, you will understand who Allah is and who he, what his message is ultimately for us as the believers, as the slaves. You know, you don't, you won't know who your maker is until you've learned about him, until you've studied the Quran and not just the Arabic version. Anyone can pick up uh, the Arabic letters and learn them and learn how to read the Quran. It's so easy. But do you understand what you're reading or just reading Arabic? That's just the thing. Learn and understand exactly. There is so there is so much message in the Quran. The Quran is basically a compilation of Allah's sayings and His messages, the messages that were sent to us, and were given to us by the Prophet You understand that, right? So learn His sayings, the hadiths, the sunnahs of the Prophet. Learn all these things and impact yourself and love Allah truly and sincerely from the bottom of the heart. The more you know. The more you understand his mercy and his forgiving heart, there is nothing in this world that's more forgiving than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Like, just think about it. Nothing is more, nothing in this world compares to his mercy. Nothing. We human beings can be so selfish. Like, just do one mistake. Like, especially me sometimes, I do forget I be a Muslim though. Someone hits me and they don't look back, I be giving you the side eye. But... Uh, that's not what a Muslim is supposed to be doing. I, I know I'm supposed to change, but that's not what I'm supposed to be doing. But the mercy that Allah has is way com- it's far more compared to the mercy that we have as human beings. We need to really look at ourselves and reflect and try to grow up our imans and take it higher. Never allow your iman to fall down. Let it continue going up. It will have to continue going up and never down. Always go up reflect you know sit down and reflect on yourself think about your life i mean i i honestly let me tell you something that no one tells you when when you're you're saying change 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 is so hard especially when it comes to religion something that you don't understand is no matter how many khutbas you go to no matter how many times you listen to my podcast on repeat or in my hermitage, you sit down and you're like, oh my God, I'm going to change. I'm going to try 25 times a day. I'm going to read the Quran. I'm going to do Sunnah. I'm going to do charity. You will sincerely not feel it because you don't know what you're doing. You don't know who you're worshiping. You don't know why you're doing it. Even us Muslims that were born Muslims, the reason why we neglected our religion the way we did was because we didn't know the reason why we were doing it. And not until I... The thing that happened to me last year, and if you haven't listened to the old podcast, why, well, why are you even clicking on this new one, like a new episode? What is wrong with you? You have no shame. God. Anyway, 
go 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 listen to the old podcast please thank you very much anyway the thing that happened to me last year it made me reflect on what I wanted for my life why was I unhappy why was this why was that and I truly do believe that everything leading into depression and to everything that happened was Allah's way of making me testing me and showing me and guiding me into his mercy he called me into Islam he made me see that I needed to get up and do more than I was already doing whenever I have emotional tantrums I don't know if they are tests but I feel like that's when I'm the most relaxed in my deen. I feel like I don't work hard when I feel emo- when I my emotions tend to rouse and I start feeling depressed. Yani my deen is my iman is so weak. I feel my iman at its weakest when I'm the most depressed in my depressed state. Honest to God, anyone can testify to this. If you truly and sincerely understand my feelings, you will know that you feel the weakest. I feel the weakest. And the most, de- when I'm depressed is when I feel my iman growing weak. That's Allah's way of telling you that you need to do more. You're too comfortable. Either you're too comfortable or you're not doing enough. The five daily prayers are the bare minimum. They're not even bare minimum. They're, you're supposed to be doing it. If you're doing five daily prayers, you're not doing anything extraordinary. It's just like a guy. It's just like a girl in a guy relationship. A, a guy that calls you, five, that calls you texts you does these things that's the bare minimum babes no praying five times a day is a bare minimum you're supposed to be doing that why is that seeming to be something so i don't know why people make like it is a big deal if you pray five times a day but that's the bare minimum you should be doing more than that you know so i feel like in that instance i just needed to reflect on what i was doing you know and after that then everything started to become more clear. I started understanding my religion. I started loving Allah more. And the more I'm learning, the more I'm I'm loving the religion, the more my heart feels so content because my heart started to freeze. It was getting darker. And now, even at the call of the Avan, I feel it in my heart because I know exactly, not fully, but I'm getting to the, I'm always learning and continuing to love my Lord even more every single day. It's, it's a hard thing to do, but opening your heart to Allah and stopping the old habits we, we normalize, honestly, is something that we should all think about and start reflecting in our lives to do. So my thing is, I pray that whoever is listening to this podcast, may Allah guide you, Muslim or whatever religion you are, may Allah guide you and may He give you a straight path. If it is to Islam, my brother and my sister, welcome. Whoever you are, wherever you're listening to this from, may Allah guide you. May He give you strength. May He give you the ability to stand strong. And may He give you the ability to be able to carry yourself with pride and to carry yourself with respect and to carry yourself with confidence and happiness. May He guide you to contentment and may He give you strength to guide others too. May Allah give us all the will to continue fighting and all the will to continue sharing the message and all the will to continue worshipping and being and increasing on imams every single day. Because it's not an easy task. It is not. It is difficult. But by Allah's will, we will be able to do it. We will make it. Inshallah, we will make it. By His mercy, we will be worthy 
of going to Jannah. We will be worthy of the place that he made for us. We will be worthy of it. But only if we want it. Only if we fight for it. Only if we don't turn our backs on Allah. Because he has never ever turned her back, his back on us. Don't ever think that Allah turned his back on you. You turn your back on him. He has mercy on those who always turn back to him. So remember that. Never forget it. The bad will always be there. I promise you, no matter how much you run, no matter how much you give yourself credit for deceiving yourself that, oh, the bad is, no, 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 no. It will always be here. But you just have to decide whether you allow it to cover your entire life or you turn back to Allah and leave it all in his hands because he is the only he is the predeterminant of our future and he's the only one who can give you solutions to your answers the only person not your mom not your dad nobody but Allah and if he it's your mom and dad then it's Allah who gave them the means to bring you out of whatever you're going through so remember that and always keep praying keep praying keep praying always strive to know who you are may Allah increase us in knowledge and give us the ability to be able to one day sit down and just say alhamdulillah 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 because every day is an alhamdulillah waking up is an alhamdulillah breathing clean air is alhamdulillah and doing so much that other people can't even imagine in their lives is alhamdulillah remember if you feel like you're having it bad someone has a way worse than you way 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 worse so always say alhamdulillah and never look at the disbelief of five and strive to be one because you are a believer for a reason. You have way more credit than they do. You have way more success in this life than, than they ever will in their eternity. In eons, I promise you that. Just believe. Believe and forget the rest and leave the rest in the hands of Allah and everything will be alright. So after all that happened... The lessons I truly learned from that experience is turning back to Allah and trusting the people around you, trusting the people he's given to you. Trust your family, give everything to them, and inshallah, it will be fine. Like, always have hope in Allah and his plan for you, honestly. Sincerely, just believing in whatever he has in store for you is sincerely all that has given me hope and has given me a calmness in life and always makes me smile knowing that no matter what, I will always be happy if I am content with Allah. If com- I'm content with knowing that I've left everything in His hands. So, honestly, that's exactly what's been happening in my life. Nothing truly broadening, just school and the fact that I've been uh, bothering the podcast. But as for relationship, you guys, I'm single. <laughs> I don't know if you're expecting me to come on here and just be like, oh, I mean, no, there's no guy. Um, currently, right now, I'm not looking for anyone. I'm not putting a sign on my forehead that's saying, don't come to me, don't approach me, I hate guys, go to hell. No, 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 no. I'm not doing that. It's just now, for now, it's like, whatever happens, happens. I was having this conversation with my mom, and she was like, that's how you have your wedding, yada, 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 yada. And I was like, there's no guy. She's like, you never know Allah's plan. Like, honestly, I believe love is, like, something that comes when you least expect it. And I know it will come for me. It will happen for me, too, one day, inshallah. But for now, I'm not looking. I'm not searching for any guy. 
And especially you guys who believe that they are all that. You are not all that, boy. I promise you. Focus on your dean and focus on your studies. That is the thing you should be focusing on. Because I know guys won't have peace until they've reached where they're comfortable enough in their life. So go get comfortable with your life and go. then you can come and start looking for me. Okay? So for now, a relationship part of my life update official update i'm still single i am not saying that i'm not ready to mingle but for now i'm not exactly going out there and jumping up and down like a frog no when the right person comes we will do it in the right way inshallah and honestly i'm not going to tell anyone about that because i don't want anyone jinxing me or putting their mouth in my relationship and trying to make me make my relationship uh suffer or kill my relationship because people do be doing that as as good as people are as good as people are and i try to give everyone the benefit of the doubt some people are so wicked and evil in this world they just just hating on you and putting dumb they put their mouth in your relationship and they curse it even before it begins so one day i'm just gonna hop on the podcast and be like oh surprise i'm married i'm not married but inshallah one day fingers crossed pray for your girl Pray that she finds Prince Charming. Pray that she finds the right man. And pray that he is good. And pray that he is good at math. Because if he ain't, our, our children, our children, oh my God. Y'all, <laughs> I don't know who you're going to give me. But please, at least the math. Because, mm. anyway, thank you guys so much for listening, tuning into the podcast. Officially, I don't have, like, a schedule. I feel like I will have a schedule mapped out and have a schedule place for the podcast because i really did miss you guys and i I feel like the way we had a conversation today i was so comfortable so open and it's exactly what i wanted from the beginning you know in the beginning i felt like my voice would crack i had a whole damn speech written i don't know why i say all these fake words i'm so sorry you guys um anyway i but um now i just i feel like i want to give you guys raw filter content content that isn't planned but just content that speaks true to my words and my intentions i want to give you guys something that you would be able to listen to and you'll sincerely be able to reflect and understand and i'm sorry this episode was long but it really needed to be long because i had a lot to say and uh I just hope you guys do listen and don't skip because I truly did enjoy the podcast that I recorded. Um, uh, the content moving forward is not going to be like the old content because like my content and myself, we are growing and we are improving each and every day. So inshallah, the content would be better. And also the recording, I hope, will be better. I'm not good with this tech stuff. So if you hear background noise, I'm sorry said this once and i said it twice that is why i'm not an engineering student and there is no way i'm gonna be an engineering student so if you have hope let that hope be die because it ain't gonna happen i'm sorry but it's just not anyway um before we close off the podcast today i just want to say something because i feel like it'll be ingrid ingrid what ig ig ignorant ignorant of me not to say anything 
Um, as we all should know, and if you don't know, then what kind of rock are you living under? And if you do live under the rock, how did you find this podcast and you don't know about this? I'm looking at you. You, yes, you. You should know. Go Google and do your research. Listen to me. Okay. So, whoever to whomever it may concern, there's been a scuffle and uh, tension around the Palestine-Gaza area. And to whomever it may concern, I am in full support of Palestine. I am praying every day for Palestine and Gaza. I'm praying that they come out of the hell that they're currently going through. And sincerely, I don't have enough knowledge about the history of Gaza and the history of Palestine and their all that and their oppressors. But all I know is... Let's do our part as an ummah and pray for them. I'm not going to pray. I'm not going to do a dua now because my voice is dusty one. And I don't want to say anything. So I promise. But I promise one of these days when I get the dua right and I can pronounce them all well, then I will do it. But pray for your brothers and sisters. Pray for the moms, the dads, the children. Pray for the grandparents. Pray for those who have lost and pray for those who are still fighting. Pray for those who are going to pray for those who are currently injured. Pray for those who are on the brink of death, and pray for those who don't have hope to see tomorrow. I don't have any words, honestly, to say because there are no words to describe this horror, this animosity. All I have to say is, may Allah bring peace, and may He bring the may the end of this genocide come soon. Because sincerely, it's a very scary world we're living in. May we all come together collectively as an ummah to pray for our brothers and sisters. Because currently, our ummah is being attacked. We're all being attacked. Just like the Prophet said, even if it's an an inch, the ummah is a body. And even if it's an inch of a body that's hurt, the entire body is hurt. So pray for your brothers and sisters in Gaza. And pray wherever you are in the world, whoever you are, pray. Pray for other countries too, like Afghanistan, Sudan, and Congo. They're currently going through these things. Free Palestine, free Congo, free Sudan. They're also going through war. And pray for Afghanistan. Do the needful as a humanity. If you can't give money, it's good, it's fine. If you can't go to protests, it's good, it's fine. But pray. Because you don't know the amount of importance praying is. Praying is even more, it's even more important than all the other things right now. So go and pray for them. Stop whatever you're doing, even if it's listening to this podcast. And sit down and truly pray for them. And if you don't know anything about the history of what is going on, do your research. It's been almost, how many months has it been? It's been two months. Do your research. This thing has been going on. The What has been happening has been happening for too long for you not to know what has been happening, okay? Go and do your research and sit down and reflect. So um, on this topic, I truly don't want to say a lot because, as I said, I don't have a lot of knowledge about what's going on, but I have enough knowledge to know what is right and what is wrong. And also pray. Just do your dua for them. And whatever you're doing, even if it's for yourself, sit down. Just take out a few minutes out of your day and sit down and do dua for them. 
it will not kill you. There, there's 24 hours in one day, and you can take a few minutes out just to do dua for them. I promise it won't kill you. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did filming this episode. I really, really did enjoy speaking. I really miss the mic. I miss everyone who's been here with me for as long as you have and i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry again if the episode is so long or if you really can't listen to all of it which i advise that you do because there are a lot of important messages you should skip ahead to wherever parts you want to skip ahead to i i'm gonna try and do that um time lapse thing but if i don't then i told you guys i'm not good with technology don't have hope just don't if i tell you i'm gonna do something technology wise don't have hope just don't keep your hopes up do not do not keep your hopes up i'll try my best but if i can't then it's still fine the podcast is enough i'll learn as we grow as you're as i said as each episode i'm gonna learn i'm gonna improve technology i promise i promise i promise so anyway thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast i hope to see you next week with a brand new episode a brand new topic and a brand new uh, outlook and perspective on life in general and also finals are coming so just heads up like finals are coming so you know you know you already know you know what that means okay so thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast i I hope whatever time i post this or whatever you're listening to this that you're gonna have an amazing day i'm going to the weekend so for the chirps i hope you have an amazing weekend i have i hope you have an amazing weekend because i know everybody is currently in friday and going into like the weekend, unless your time zone is that different, then I hope you're having an amazing day, amazing night, whatever. Just have an amazing time wherever you are, man or woman. <laughs> um, thank you guys so much uh, for listening to the podcast, and I hope to see, talk to you guys again uh, in the next episode. Assalamu alaikum.